This week's episode of the South Congress podcast is sponsored by Southern Unique Creations, the best Cajun seafood and wings in Austin, Texas. Located at 318 East 5th Street, 78701, right next to the Weston Hotel. They're open weekends until 3 a.m. They cater all events and can be reached at 512-621-3205. Reach via email at sucatx18 at gmail.com. You can follow them on Instagram at suc underscore tx. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Nah, so I was putting it, uh, I was putting it together last week. Yeah. And there were like, on mine, there were like three or four gaps. Mm-hmm. So I'd line them up to where they started the same, but uh, you could just hear it on mine like, my vocals would come in too fast, and then the whole thing would be off. So I, it took me like an hour to go in and like put them together to make sure everything was cool. Had it sounding crazy out here. Hey, but we definitely appreciate your hard work that you do for the show. So you know, it's all good. Oh, shut up! You shut up. <laughs> he, said, he he spent the last fifteen minutes saying just the most horrible things you can think of to me. Yeah, but you know, but I had to get I had to get him out now because <laughs> I'm gonna be edited. I definitely told you you was gonna not be on that bullshit tonight. Um, <sighs> Stash, remember it's free peanut. Remind this motherfucker it is free. Wow, peanut. South Congress podcast episode thirty four. Is it Charles Barkley? The Walter Payton. The Walter Walter Payton show. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Um, it, it, this is really different from last week. Last week was like it was heavy. You know, we were dealing with people Stuff. passing away, like oh, yeah. friends of friends passing away and mm-hmm. what's going on with the police and the Colin Kaepernick stuff. This this isn't that this week. No. This week is no. Di- different tonally, man. It's uh, a little more lively this week. Yeah. I would think. Um, I mean, let's get right to it, man. Yeah. So we're doing this on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. There was this... Um, this rumor going around that Drake rented out this restaurant for this eighteen him and his eighteen year old girl to go on, right. on a date, right? Yeah. And like who knows if it's true, who knows if it's not. Um, so I just tweeted out like let me read the tweet word for word. Yes, please. Because do I it. don't I don't like to Yeah, paraphrasing won't do it justice this time. Like this is where you definitely need, we to, need go to say what word we for word on this shit. I said things can be legal and weird. Mm-hmm. Dating eighteen-year-olds when you're in your thirties is weird. Fight me if it's a problem. Nobody's fought me yet. Well, because I don't think anybody's met you in real life yet. Oh, they probably fight me. But uh, yeah, I mean, so because I, I know I win. But <laughs> we put that out there eleven hours ago. It's got twenty-seven hundred retweets, six thousand likes. Holy shit! Yeah, I I'm think not... a lot of people agree with that. I would have think so too. Now let me ask you this: Talk about it. Okay, so obviously we know the reaction you've been getting. I mean, I've been seeing it too on Twitter. What do you think the reaction would have been if you had said, uh, basically talking about like smashing eighteen year old? Uh, what do you th- like? Just what do you think the reaction would have been? So you remember last week when we were talking about um, dating girls versus having sex with girls who are just kind of having sex with you because you fit a certain description or you check off a box that they wanted to check off 
and how I was like, fuck it, I, you know, I'm, I'm in yeah. it to win too. Yeah, I remember that. I was actually sober that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about that. I mean, to me, this is different. Um, like I, I, I think the reaction would have been stronger, as a matter of fact. Um, even though it's kind of the opposite conversation, but yeah, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like that. If if we had friends who told us their goal was to have sex with eighteen year old girls, we would not be friends with them anymore. That's true. Like I don't. No, that's not really even. Weird. That's really like dating somebody who's way younger than you is weird. But you can convince me that like I I really like this person and they're different from other people, especially if that's not your mo. Like I understand that there's nuance to dating. I really do. Yeah. You trying to smash somebody who's eighteen is gross. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially you're actively looking for 18 year old, that's just kind of Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah. Like, I... No. No, 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 no. Like, it's just not... Unless you're, like, bang bros. No, but but here's the thing, though. It's (laughs) not that you can't be, like, 18 and attractive. Yeah. I mean, you're still in shape. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the world didn't beat your ass like it did ours. (laughs) <laughs> you weren't privy to happy hour and you know all kind of shit like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know your metabolism is still high, so I I get the aesthetic, but like that's yeah. cool if you're like you know a college volleyball player, not if you're trying to smash. Like, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like bodies are. It, it was I, I remember a few months ago that um, they did the ESPN the body issue. Yeah, and that. Charlotte Flair was on there. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, shit. like, she's in incredible shape. You know what I mean? Like, she's kind of tall. Um, she played college volleyball. She played for App State, as a matter of fact. She was Appalachian? like, yeah, she was oh, okay, good. Cool. Okay. Um, and now, like, she wrestles and she's in this crazy shape. So I put up her pictures in yeah. this wrestling group. I'm like, yo, wow, like, her physique is crazy. And immediately, everybody just went to sex. Like, oh, I wouldn't have sex with her. She looks like a man. And it's like, first of all, have you seen you? <laughs> this you don't have got a me. choice in this. No, yeah. What always got me was like when they say somebody's built like a man, but like your body is completely different from theirs. I'm like, so why do men get to have 15 body types, but women get one? You know what I'm saying? Like women get True. to look like. I, I think that's weird, but that, that's another conversation. But I think those kind of people are probably paying for it. You know. <laughs> why, did, why is that even okay fine they're uh paying for, it. paying for sex or paying for their bodies they're paying for the pussy that's mm. that, that's, what, that, that, that's probably why they're making those kind of things they're like oh i pay for pussy you know, I, I get to choose whatever i want if you're in vegas yeah that's how it works could you but imagine the rest of the world no it doesn't could you imagine like if buying uh if buying sex, like buying a sex worker, a sex worker's time, mm-hmm. not not owning them. Let me be clear. Yeah. Could you imagine if that was like create a player on two K? Oh shit! <laughs> you got to put, you got to build, and then they <laughs> give you they give you the thing that's like closest to to what you're looking at. Mini hit. Yo, moist. Yo, you want to you, you want to give somebody a nasty award? Give me a nasty award. Shit, I'll tell you. I'll be the first one. Because let me tell you why I need a nasty award. Why? So for a while, like a few years back, they had this thing where uh, you could put in a picture of somebody mm-hmm. on like a porn site and they would do a facial scan to see who they look closest like. Okay, so what like, you do? 
a, a lot of girls. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess. Is that how you decided who you wanted to smash? No, no, no. I mean, this was this was recent. This was recent, but oh. it would be like girls that I may have already been with. Okay. And I would like put Fair their enough. picture in, yeah. and then I would see who they look closest to, and then I'd go find their videos. Oh my god! Nasty wow. award! Nasty award! Fucking nasty! Oh my god! That's, I wouldn't even do that. That's nasty. That's yes. nasty. Oh that. god! I'm supposed to be the off the chain one. All this yeah. shit. Yeah. I wouldn't even do that. That's wow. na- that's nasty. Give me a nasty wow. award. Shit, uh, but no. So circle circling back to what we're talking about though. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't. I'm not saying that you can't be actually attracted and actually interested in someone significantly younger than you. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, typically, it turns out to be, I want to groom somebody to be a certain way. That's fucking creepy. I want to have somebody, I can tell they should dress a certain way, they should talk a certain way, they should interact with people a certain way. I mean, it's like having a pet that mm-hmm. you can fuck. <laughs> And that's gross. That almost kind of reminds me of a little bit of that movie. Was it a... Uh, God damn, it came out some years ago. Wasn't it like a... Was it Couples Retreat? Yes, and there's a movie called... Like it's a phase on love, right? Yeah, and he had the young-ass girlfriend. And I guess like she wanted him to be all whatever. And I guess he was wanting like... Hey, I'm kind of old. Like, so let's slow down kind of thing. Yeah. And eventually he's like, nah, fuck this. Like, you gotta go. Couldn't do it. No, yeah, well, yeah, because like, he couldn't keep up with her. That's like, this kind of reminds me of that. Hmm. Okay. I remember but watching yeah. the movie. I just don't remember who I saw that movie with in the theater. Because mm-hmm. that was such a long time ago. So, fuck, I don't know. I don't even know when it came out. I just know it came out some years ago. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I mean, my man Miles B always told me half your age plus seven is, is where you should go. You okay. should go younger than that. So, for me, that would be like 23. That still sounds super annoying. Nah, uh, I mean, it, re- it really depends on the person. Because I've met some super annoying... 30-some-year-olds. Sure. I met some very chill, laid-back, level-headed, like, 23, 24-year-olds. Sure. So, I mean, I, it's really hit or miss. You know, it just it just really depends on the person. So, uh, it does depend on the person, but it also it does doesn't depend on the person. Exactly. And here's what I mean. Yeah. It depends on the person, but I think you're saying a lot about yourself mm-hmm. putting time into somebody significantly younger than you. Yeah. Who does not have... Not even your experiences, but yeah. doesn't have your length of experiences. Oh, yeah. Hasn't sure. been in the world as long as you have. Hasn't had time to process things the same length of time that you have. I think you're saying a lot about yourself. Yeah. And mostly what you're saying is, I don't have the capacity to be around somebody my age. It's how I take it. Everybody's different about it. But mm-hmm. when I got on Twitter, like when I'm reading the comments on this tweet, a lot of them are, um, and, and granted, it's also, this is not me saying that it's just men yeah. grooming young girls. Mm-hmm. In the comments, I noticed there are women who are doing this to guys, too. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like that that yeah, they definitely well, because, exists. Yeah, because you got to think about it. At our age, like we're in our 30s, mm-hmm. they're at their peak of like sexual prowess. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. And we trash. Yeah. Our, our back, at, our at back this point, yeah. Us, <laughs> us as guys, we're washed up. You know, we're, we're good for about three to five minutes, maybe 10 if, on, on giving a day. You, giving you a, a solid one round. Yeah. Don't oh, talk oh, to oh. me if if I if if we hook up on Saturday. Don't talk to me till Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got and nothing so, for you, boo boo. Yeah, and, and so you know it's kind of works the same way, but you know it's crazy because out of because you know I, I haven't really dated much, but I, I would say out of the four or five relationships I probably dated, only one 
has actually been my age. The rest have maybe been about two, three, maybe at max four years younger. Uh-huh. And you know, and like I said, they, they've all, they've all been you know good people. And even the, the one that was my age, like you know, she was cool, but you know, she was just very what's what I'm looking for. Like you know, she was she was very like kind of like naive and green and just very just uh-huh. kind of like. It was like almost like dating, dating like a fucking, uh, uh, what's his ass from The Simpsons? The the boss like burns like just real fucking shoveled up and shit. And it's like, yo, you need to loosen up, like smoke some weed, do something. You Why do you think as men we're expected to date women younger than us, and not significantly younger, uh-huh. but it's always expected that they're at least born a day after us? Why do you think that is? Like for men to date uh, younger women because they're fucking perverts. That's why. No, 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 no. Again, again. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, yeah, like, uh, when when men date and when yeah. they marry, okay, the woman's always expected to be younger. I, I don't mean like significantly yeah. younger. I mean like, okay, at least oh, yeah, a yeah. day younger. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, I think it's just because a lot of like, if you really look back, um, mainly with like you know your either your grandparents, even great grandparents. Uh, the the grandmother, great grandmother, has been always significantly younger than like uh-huh. your grandfather. Like, like I'll give an example. Like my, uh, I, I would would be my great great grandfather and grand and great great grandmother, which would be like my my mom's, you know, great grandparents. I want to say what my mom because uh, there's a picture. I remember one time I was like, who who the fuck are these people? And she's like, oh, those are your great great grandparents. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like like she's like basically like they're the ones who raised your grandmother. It's like okay, and so. I remember what she told me one time was that basically uh, my great-great-grandfather, I think he was about either 17 or 20-some years older than my great-great-grandmother. 27? Close to it, like 17 to 27, like somewhere in that range. Please give, like, give somebody, give Peanuts great-granddaddy a nasty award. <laughs> R.I.P., sir. But, give, know, like, I never met him, you know, but give, I mean, give, obviously, but. Give Abuelito a nasty award. <laughs> he needs great, it. Great-great-Abuelito. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like, he was significantly older. And I remember, like, my mom would be like, yeah, he's a fucking pervert, like, mm-hmm. kind of shit. And, you know, but he was just, and, you know, but, but again, that was, like, the norm back in the yeah. days. Like, no, like, Coop's dad's been dead, like, 20 years. You really? met his grandmother two weeks ago. That's right. Or you met his mom two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. His, his daddy been dead, like, 20 years. Like, he was old, old. Yeah. Um, my, now, my mother's father outlived my mother's mother, mm-hmm. but they, they were closer in age but no i'm not saying that to be like they were like coop's parents are weirdos that's what it was yeah they were a country family yeah you know you he's out there working in the field or Mm -hmm. on his land or whatever yeah meet a younger girl so that you can have kids so that they can help you work on a damn farm like that's what you do like and that's exactly what uh, it was with you know with my, you know, great-great-grandparents, that mm-hmm. type of shit, like, that's how it was, too. So, I mean, this is probably some industrial revolutionary uh, shit. Like, you know, we don't need to have a difference in age because yeah. now we go to work at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, depending on the field, we can earn the same money. Yeah. So there's not, like, a push to date, like, these these younger women. Um, But, I mean, uh, and also, we're talking about dating. Yeah. People didn't date. Like, our grandparents didn't date. You know, no, they might have went to the fucking like- the sock hop. And my grandparents probably like, you know, um, went to the colored water fountain together. You know, that was the <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, it, there wasn't like, they couldn't do this. Like, we get to address stuff like this. Like, we, it wasn't even a concern for them. They weren't worried about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just think that like, dating somebody who, dating somebody you couldn't date a month ago is gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, most 
and somebody said like, oh, hashtag unpopular opinion. Uh, most uh, most people who are eighteen are just as mature as most people who are forty. Hey, I I understand where you're coming from, Peanut, when you say that it's hit or miss. Yeah. But I'm gonna roll with numbers. Yeah. And be like, no, no, no there are way yeah. more mature forty year olds and eighteen year olds. Yeah, they no, just definitely. we deal with different shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, no, I agree with but that, like, yeah. I I don't know how you carry on like a conversation with an eighteen year old who isn't like baby genius. Yeah, you you have nothing to really talk about because like it's like you you talked about earlier. You don't have the same experiences. Like you know, like they're gonna talk about this or that or whatever, and you're gonna be like, what the fuck is that? And you're gonna say some stuff, and they're gonna be like, well, what the fuck is that? You should have seen my old ass. When somebody on Twitter was trying to explain to me who Fifth Harmony was. Wait, what? I was, Fifth Harmony did uh, one of the theme songs, I think, for WrestleMania one year. Okay. And I got on Twitter, I was like, yo, I don't have a fucking clue who Fifth Harmony is. And young girls were definitely in my mentions like, what do you mean you don't know who Fifth Harmony is? They was telling me about each of the girls' fucking histories and shit. And, and how long they've been working to get in the game. Like sending me like it was crazy. I was like I was like yo I'm I'm admittedly I'm not clowning y'all for knowing who Fifth Harmony is. I'm telling you like I'm 32 or however old I was at the time. Like I I don't know what you're talking about. There's not me saying what you're talking about is invalid. I just don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know who these Disney Channel kids who come up and make it in movies are. Like I don't I don't know none of this shit. It's not for me. But that's the thing. Like, what are we gonna talk about? Like, we both like we both probably listen to Drake, which is the funny part. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that hasn't passed us by, but everything else is just kinda you know, I, I don't know. Man, that's you got into you got into a little trouble last week, Peanut. Did I really? You did. I, I feel like I, I I want you to I want you to explain your side. Sure. Got some, got some feedback. Yeah, talk about it. What's got up? some feedback from from thirty plus South Congress fans. What they say? Saying that you unfairly aged women who like to set up dick appointments. Yeah. Want you to defend yourself. Why? why, Now, we talked about this beforehand, and it was very specifically situational. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But but why do you feel like maybe women of a certain age should not be setting up the meet time for the action? No, I mean, it's not even so much that with women. It's like either women or men. But I'm saying, but like in this situation, just happen to be a woman. Okay, you're pushing like you know that fifty shit, and <laughs> said person who they were sending the shit to okay. is taken in a relationship. Like, oh, you're really gonna okay. do that? Hey, like, really? There we go. You thirty motherfuckers, like y- y'all are cool with that? If you're cool with that, that says a lot about you. You know what it says about you? Was it that you're appreciative of other people's time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I said, I mean, like I said, it, it's all good if you disagree with me. Okay, but you know. I, I'm still gonna have my opinion. Like, you can you know, see his face, yeah. like he's like, okay, yeah, like, okay, yeah. like you know, I, I appreciate your opinion, but we've also definitely put my contact info on there, and it can be anybody. It so can be that from, they can smell your cologne. I, from, what I, from what I know, nobody had an issue with it. So, like I said, I'm not gonna be mean about it. Like if, if you were to. You know, send me a DM. Like, I'm not gonna be an asshole about it. Like, I'll definitely have a civil conversation. I like, hope this is how I feel about it. I this hope is it. the person who had had took took umbrage with what you said. I hope they're they're around where we are tonight. That'll be a fun convo. Oh, it will be, and, and I'll let them know what's up. <laughs> I'll also let them know. I want the smoke for you know. Hey, I want the smoke. Week one of the NFL is in the books. Yes, it is. Eh. 
Like I, I, I feel a big eh. I've always thought aesthetically, college football is more fun to watch than the it NFL is because they, they play for much more. There are. I don't want to argue that with you, yeah. high school coach, yeah. because it's that's a different conversation. I do feel like college athletes are playing for more, but I also feel like they're playing for less. But that's that's a whole dive okay, where we need well, to get more well, of our white friends on. Well, yeah, well, like when I say more, I mean like there's more pride on the line. There's more because there's only pride because they yeah, don't get paid. Exactly. <laughs> no, well, I mean, but okay. no, yeah, I, I do feel like um, not that I feel like they try harder, yeah. but I do feel like we're seeing way more people on a football field. Mm-hmm. We're seeing kids who are hoping to make it to that next level. Yeah. And it's not that I think they necessarily push harder. 2% of them will make it. They're less athletic, so I think they might go harder. I I don't. Yeah. It's, it's, listen, before, because I know how this gets, because I always get like a message. I think that the talent in the NFL is, is the very best talent in the whole world. Um, I think they're more skilled and stronger and faster than anybody else who does what they do. I'm certainly not suggesting that they don't give their all. I'm more talking about the presentation of college football, the level of competition in that you're fighting with so many different people for your jobs. There are all these outside forces that affect what you do. Like it's, I'm, I'm really talking about something that I think is not as quantitative as, as, as how I'm saying it. I say all that to say this. I like you know my team who I support won. Um, I thought there were a bunch of games on TV that I just didn't care about. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's the way they're presented. I don't know if it's how they look. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Whoever wins wins. I'll say this though: that Aaron Rodgers is a bad motherfucker. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I mean, there's no arguing that. I, I, used think, I used to think he was whatever, but I've seen that shit like nah. Isn't that the thing? Like, because I know I was one of those people who was like, Aaron Rodgers is great. And I'm not saying you weren't watching Aaron Rodgers, but I think that when you actually, I think that when you actually see him play and you just sit back and watch him go, I don't see how you're not impressed. And I don't see how you're not more impressed with him than everybody else. He just has a command over this game of football that nobody does. Like when people are like, well, he's not the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't care. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen play. And I'm going to rock with that. Yeah. No, also, agree. fuck you, Josh. Hey, why are you saying that? Fuck, because I'm reading the group chat. Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> Peanut said some shit uh, earlier because he because he said he was going to get on here and show his whole ass. And I was like, he was like, I was like, I'm cutting that shit. He was like, I'm a Terrell Stash. I said, is my name Lexington or Legion or Legend? Might as well be. And he said, might as well be. I said, well, it's not. So he's not my fucking daddy. <laughs> Give a fuck out, Josh Fields. I'm just glad I have support. That's all. Your support is trash. No, my support, <laughs> support, your whole my fam- support is great. Your whole fan base is garbage. No, they're not. Hey. Your, your Republican fan base. The whole Republican fan base, my nigga. ass. You're the, you- one, you're the one that's over here doing the Donald J. Trump. I'm going to edit that shit. You want to hear some shit? What's up? Motherfucker said that uh, I saw a headline that said fans turn on Willie Nelson for supporting uh, Beto you know- O'Rourke. I was Beto or Beto. It's, 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 what was it? Beto It's fucking Mexican. He's not Mexican, but the name is Mexican. Well, I actually had a, a football player about a year or two ago. He graduated already. He's in college now, mm-hmm. but his last name was uh, Beto. B-E-T-O? Yeah. 
Well, fuck it. I mean, but he was a Mexican. Who am I to tell a Mexican about <laughs> he wasn't how Mexican old, at all. Spanish words to sound? But anyway, he said fans were turning on him for supporting him. I'm like, motherfucker, you clearly weren't a Willie Nelson fan. Yeah, you thought no the guy shit. who smokes all the weed on the earth yep. was Republican? Why would you think that? Yeah, no shit, right? I think he was in half baked kicking it. Yep. Talking about how he remembers when a dime sack no, was he, a damn he was dime. Uh, um, beer fest at the end. Like, yeah, what about him says I don't know. Republicans are stupid. I gotta stick up my ass. I, I don't I don't understand I like what's going on, man. I, I don't You vote, man? Yeah, of course. You have to. Like this is, especially at a Senate level and you know governor. This is it, man. You can choose, yeah. Like stash, stash. Who I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna box next time I see because he's built up Why? months and months of disrespect. But no, his his push has always been with this platform. He's like Cam, like you got to tell people to register to vote and you got to tell people to vote. So this is me telling you in Texas. Everywhere specific or everywhere, but Texas specifically. If you are not registered to vote, take your ass to go register, and we need you to vote. We got to get Ted Cruz the fuck out of there. Uh, this Cruz, isn't even yeah, a political Cruz podcast, black. but Ted Cruz is a bitch. Yeah, he's like black. He's black Ted Cruz. I, I don't know how else to say it. Ted Cruz he's let somebody him. call his wife ugly, and let somebody say his daddy bitch. Yeah. Like I, I don't. Where's your self respect, man? Where's where's your love for self and your well, love for family? And he keeps position. He don't Fuck Ted Cruz. You know who Ted Cruz looks like? Who? Flabber from Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> you look like Fat Elvis. Wow. You do. There's nothing wrong with being Fat Elvis. Fat Elvis or Elvis was Fat Elvis for a minute. But I think Ted Cruz, outside of politics, is a spineless person. He probably is. I mean, he is. You let that man call your wife ugly. No, I wouldn't let. I wouldn't even let him, if I were to have a dog, I wouldn't even let them call my dog. Yeah. I've, 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 I've definitely, um, you know, I think they argue with women about Bishop being ugly. Bishop, you look ugly dog. Hey, listen, we are going to have a, I'm going to give you a stern talking to about my dog. To, absolutely. You got to defend your family. Yeah. He's course. trash. So He's running, trash. running against. Uh, running against <laughs> Ted Cruz in general is gonna have my support, but this O'Rourke dude, he's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Like he, yeah, he seems really to, and it's not even with really with me. Mm-hmm. Like your politics are important, but what's really important for the anthem is wrong. And it's like, dog, we told you nobody's kneeling for the anthem. Like we explained that to you, but you continue to say this thing that you know isn't true because you a bitch. I, I don't know what. Else. And if Ted Cruz was other than that, he would have proved it by now. So, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely weak sauce. Let me ask you a question. You ever seen the movie In the Mouth of Madness? No, I haven't. Let me tell you about this motherfucking movie, boy. Okay. Well, first off, I'm going to tell you about that movie in a second. All right. Tell me all the movies where the sequel was better than the original. Mm. I think Hot Shots Part 2 was tight. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. Empire Strikes Back, uh, Dark Knight. Somebody said Batman Returns. I ride with that. Yeah, that Super, was a really good one. Superman Two, mm-hmm. X Men Two, Spider Man Two, Star Trek Two. Let me let me tell you how you know. Like I'm a I'm a mid '80s baby. Oh. I like Back to the Future Part Two better than Back to the Future. I don't. I'm not saying it's a better. Because they was in the it, future and they had the almanac. It was shit. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And then they had that that three D shark and shit. And he was like, ah. yeah, that uh, tight. what else? Okay, it's not better than the first one, but Die Hard three was better than Die Hard two. Okay. Um, Toy Story two was better than Toy Story one. Yes, and I Toy agree. Story three was better than Toy Story two. Yeah, they just got it, better. That's fucking. That's yeah. amazing. They got better and better as it even that yeah they got better and better. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. what else you got? I'm not really movie dude, man. Yeah. Like, the, the the only ones I can think of they were not better. Like the one that disappointed the fuck out of me was the Dumb and Dumber one, the new one. Why did you watch Dumb and Dumber? Or... Wait, no, the, no. wait, the the second one or the third yeah, one? No, the second one. You talking about? Wait, did you watch no, no. the? No, the the one that just came out a couple years. The ago. The one with Jim Carrey. Yes. And okay. Yes. Tell me what they're gonna do. I'll just be like fucking hilarious because the first one was absolutely classic. So I'm thinking like, okay, 20 some years, like I'm ready for this shit. And I left the movie theater and I wanted to like, I remember I went to the bar, uh, to Cerna's, uh, Cerna's bar and I just ordered a bunch of shots and took them like, and just drowned my sorrows in that shit. I, I, I was sad. No, I was legit sad. I was like the movie, the movie disappointed. Yeah. It's like, we waited 20 years for this shit. And then they put that crock of shit out there and I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, I, I was legit sad. Like, I went in there with a fucking pouty face and can I have a kamikaze and a Jameson on the Rocks. Like, I was really fucking sad. You really felt that away. Yeah, I was, I was very sad when I ordered that. And I just kept I just kept ordering the, them $2 kamikazes. I feel just, for you, genuinely. Yeah, I wanted to cry, but I didn't, you know. But, you know, whatever. Wow. So, let me tell you about the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. Right? So it's my man, uh, Wes Craven. Okay. You know, oh, of course. Yeah. He does. A whole no, no, no. Much. I'm a fucking liar. Oh. I, I immediately ruined the movie. Um, womp, womp. yeah, right. It's John Carpenter. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So, Mouth of Madness, right? Yeah. It's part of his Apocalypse trilogy. Um, so three movies that aren't like, when I say trilogy, they're not actually sequels of one another. Like, it's not the same characters. Yeah. The first one's The Thing, where they were stuck in, like, Antarctica or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was an alien that got loose and it impersonates people. And they all, like, killed each other one-on-one because they were paranoid. Okay. And then Prince of Darkness, which is fucking weird green goo in a house and homeless people are killing everybody. But it's the shit, right? So, okay. I'm going to give you a 100% accurate retelling. Go for it. Of in the mouth of madness. I've been waiting for one of these. It's been a while since he's done one of these. I'm I'm definitely waiting for this shit. I'm excited. All right, so let me put it out in the world. So some shit jumps off, right? Um, it's just like there's like a disaster. Some some shit just happens, and you go to this uh, crazy hospital. The patient is Sam Neil. You know Sam Neil. Uh, remind me who that is. Sam Neil is uh, Alan. Whoever from Jurassic Park, like the main painter. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. So he's like, all right. When they go to his cell, he got crosses painted everywhere, like everywhere. And he got crosses on his head. Like he's like a rapper. He got crosses all over his body. This shit is crazy. So he tells his story, right? So he's at lunch with the dude from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. From the guy who was the head of Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Yeah. Uh, and you know who that is. Um, my man who is in... Have you seen I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? Uh, bits and pieces. I never fully saw through. Okay, dude. All right. All right. So they're at lunch. And 
the doctor from Jurassic Park, he plays a damn um, independent insurance agent, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's with his homeboy who owns the insurance company, and they're investigating this claim um, from this New York publisher, right? While they're talking, yo, this dude was outside in the trench coat with an axe. He busts through the window, and he's like, hey. And he's like, hey. He's like, have you ever heard of Sutter Kane? And he's about to kill him, and then the police shoot him. So he's shook. So it turns out that this guy was the author's agent. And he went insane after reading one of his books. I'm like, damn, Goosebumps is a motherfucker, right? Yeah. So then he goes to the publishing director and they actually asked find the author because they can't find him. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I want you to go with uh, his editor to go hook it up. And his editor's finding a motherfucker, right? And he's like shooting at her right there at the da- on the damn scene. Like he's pushing up on her at the elevator. And she's like, nah, I really don't want no dick. We got to go find this guy. So then they go to find him. And what they said was like his books have been making people like disoriented, have memory loss, all kinds of shit. And he's like, man, can't no book do that to me. Because he's not scared. Because he reads like Choose Your Own Adventure, all that kind of shit. So he's not even shook. So then... Um, he noticed that on his book covers, there's like red lines, right? Like, remember Ghostwriter? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, the show, you know yeah. how yeah. you know how his bitch ass used to give clues, and he wouldn't just tell you what happened. Yeah. It was like, like that. Fuck Ghostwriter. I got it. Talking <laughs> about somebody told me Ghostwriter was a slave. Um, he just wanted people to have to learn because he wanted them to know his struggle. Man, fuck that. I hate that American shit. I struggle too. You got to struggle too. Can you just give me some shit? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, okay, right? So what they see is if you take the covers of his books, um, it makes a map that takes you to, it makes a map in New Hampshire and it takes you to this place called Hobbs Inn, which is like a fictional place that these, that his books are set in. Kind of how Stephen, all Stephen King's books are in like the Northeast, like main area, right? Yeah. So they drive to go find it. And, you know, this is before like Google Maps. So they got like a big ass map that they got to follow. And so the editor's driving first. And man, she sees some shit while she's driving. Like she saw monsters. She saw children of the corn. She saw a speed limit that said 35, then went to 45, then went to 26. Um, There's all kinds of shit. So she's freaking out. But they end up getting there. Like she shakes and they're there during the day. Right. And. What's crazy is, as they're in the town, they start seeing people that are, like, in the books. Like, characters from the books are, like, popping up. Okay. So, what they think it is, like, oh, they staged all this. Like, they set this shit up, right? So, they kind of admit that the idea that he was, like, missing was something that the uh, publishing company set up. Because, you know, labels are shady as shit. Mm -hmm. So... Um, when they get there, they say like her being disoriented and this town looking exactly like what the book does. She didn't prepare for that. Like she wasn't ready for that shit. So they end up going to a church and then they see the author. They see Sutter Kane Mm -hmm. and he gives her like a copy of the book and this shit drives her crazy. Right? Like. I don't know what he gave her, but the book was like, it was like she got the new Babysitter's Club shit like a week before he hit the street. She lost her fucking mind and she starts fucking getting on him and kissing him and shit. 
if I knew that books would get you that, like word to Quan Mills, if I knew oh, yeah. Shout out Quan I Mills. could just pull up the damn um this bitch won't pay her light bill and her candles burning out. If I knew I could have <laughs> dropped that shit, <laughs> it would have been hot. I would have done that. I could have swore I said mm-hmm. something like that so many years ago and you're just like, nah. Because I because it was your idea. So Exactly. And now someone capitalized on it. So my man you know, from Jurassic shit. Park, um what's his name? Alan somebody. But anyway, yeah. Doctor not Sadler was the other one. The one that uh Dr. Jeff Goldblum was trying to smash. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. but yo, so he's in a bar, right? And this guy comes up to him and he warns him to leave, then he kills himself. And outside, he sees like a bunch of people and they like monsters. So he's like, oh shit, um, I got to get out this white ass town. These people are scared. Yeah. So he ends up getting to the car and he drives out the city. Mm-hmm. Every time he drives away, he ends up driving back into the center of the city though. Right? Yeah. So he finally crashed his car because he was like, I'm sick of this bullshit. I'm going to just run into something. And then <laughs> he's like, nah, fuck it. Um, so then he sees old girl. Um, cause he wakes up in the church and basically this is what happened, right? People were believing in these books yeah. so much that, um, it freed like these monsters who like used to, used to run the shit mm-hmm. and now they back. Um, so they're like fucking, you know, Lovecrafty and fucking squid faced people, fucking weird shit. Um, so what Kane says is that, yo, you're just a character in the book and you have to follow the book um, so you can bring about the end of people. And so he's like fucking worn out at this point, right? Like, yeah. Think about it. You already seen uh, this dude try to kill you. You already been to this crazy ass town. You've been chasing velociraptors for like six months through the jungle. Like you tired. Like he not like swole up or nothing. He's not running nobody's forward. He's not down nobody bench press. So he's like, fuck it. I'm just a middle-aged white man. This is <laughs> ruining me, right? So what happens is he tells him he's a member of the book. So the author's just like, yo, here, here's the book. Take this back to the world. And then he rips his face open. Oh, shit. And then like, it's like a dimension of those monsters, like yeah. the monsters who run the whole shit. Mm-hmm. And so he sees the terminal to take him back. And he's like, yo, Linda, come with me. Because I was trying to smash in act one and I still want that pussy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yo, I can't go with you. Like, I'm, I'm, I've read the entire book. Like, that's not what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so he runs down the hall. The monsters are chasing him. Um, he falls down, but he finds himself back in the regular world. So when he gets back to New York, he's like, fuck this. I ain't dropping this book. And he burned the shit out that book. Just like I did that sex tape my freshman year. <laughs> That's right, you did. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was oh, like fuck shit. this shit. I almost forgot about yeah, that. I got to get this out of shit. here. So he burned it. This shit's gone, right? Yeah. So he goes back to the publishing house and he's like, yo, he tells him everything that happened. He's like, yo, me and Linda went out to the spot. It was crazy. White people was turning into monsters. The lady at the front desk had her husband chained to her foot because she was a monster. Niggas was committing suicide. They had one road that kept going back to the middle of the city. A nigga with a perm opened his face and there were squids inside. Like, shit was crazy, son. And you know what the dude told him? He was like, nah, that's crazy, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, nah, that's crazy. And he was like, yo, me and Linda was out there. It was crazy. He was like, I don't know any Linda. I sent you out there by yourself. And you dropped that manuscript. Like, you gave me the story, like, months ago. He was like, dun, dun, dun. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. So then he goes out to the city. He sees that the book's been on sale for weeks. But he knows, again, when this book dropped, that's when the shit goes crazy. 
it was like Twilight. It was like, this is where the shit really jumps off. Twilight Zone shit. Yeah. They dropped the book. Um, the film's already in post-production. Like, so they had a movie about it. So he sees somebody on the street who read the book. And yo, they're straight up bleeding out of their eyes. Like, they're fucking out of there, right? And so... Trent asked him, he's like, yo, are you enjoying the book? And he's like, yep. And you know what Trent did? What Trent do? He said, I shouldn't be surprised. He picks up an axe and he kills the guy. So he lost his shit. So that's when he was arrested for murder. That's when they put him in the crazy house, right? Yeah. And then after he tells the doctor the story, the doctor's like, oh, that's just some bullshit. Okay? And then the doctor leaves. And the next day, when Trent wakes up, the asylum's abandoned, yo. Like nobody's there. And then as he's walking out, he hears the radio. The world's been overrun with monsters, including mutated humans. People are committing suicide and mass murder like crazy. He goes to the theater to go watch the movie. And he finds out he's the main character in the movie. And so he watches like a recap of like the whole shit. And then uh, he starts laughing like crazy and he just starts crying. And he realizes that the whole shit was about him. So yeah, that was the fucking movie. In the Mouth of Madness. Shit was insane, son. That sounds like an insane uh, recap of what you just gave us. Yeah, so basically, don't go to Jurassic Park. <laughs> I, I think we all learned that and from don't, the first one. Number one, don't go to Jurassic Park. I don't know why Park. they need like three and all these other shits. shits like, I, I bet we would yeah. learn from one that we don't need to go. Number one, don't go to Jurassic Park. Number two, don't hit on white women at work. If he didn't do those two things, I think he would have been straight. Probably. That's what I got. Yeah. What else you got before we get out of here, man? Um, you know, I I really don't know. Uh, I think we kind of covered everything we want to talk about today. Don't groom young pussy. <laughs> don't groom True. young meat. Full pause. <laughs> Let people grow. Let people build into who they're gonna be. Let people develop their own personalities and ideas and Let thoughts. Let trial and error happen. Exactly. Or, I mean, if you're building that together, like, I'm not going to tell nobody who's 18 not to date an 18-year-old and figure out the world together. But don't have fucking... It's like when you play these fucking role-playing games, don't be at a level 80 and then try to bring along somebody at a level 20. They need to fucking (laughs) grind. Grind for your fucking XP. Okay? That's funny because, uh, no lie... um with one of the games that I'm playing, like, we definitely know other people, like, you know, with the high-level ones, we'll be like, oh, you're low-level? Yeah, come on, we'll, we'll get you grinding level, like, real quick. We'll get you up. Fuck that. <laughs> Listen, I just want to say, it's a oh, South man. Congress podcast, episode 34, <laughs> and guess what? What? You're not strong enough to wear this fucking armor. Good night. <laughs> South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.